0: Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast. Making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Saturday, August the 6th, 2022. It is currently 4.45 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from Abilene, Texas. Well, it's Saturday, That means we've basically reached another end. Uh, Well, we've reached the end. We've reached another end. We've reached the end of another week of Bible study. Maybe that's the correct way to say it. We've reached another end. It is another end, but it's the end of another week of Bible study. And I, I, once again, I feel like that we've reached the end, and it, it seems so incomplete. Like there's so much we have not discussed, so much we haven't done. I I did what I could, but the week just, ah, man, it just, it got away from us. Of course, it's been a crazy week. We won't go through everything that's happened. We've had a couple of those weeks where lots of things have happened that got in the way of the Bible study, and that is extremely frustrating and I apologize for that. But there's really, there's not much I can do. I, I can, I guess I can turn on the microphone every, well, starting tomorrow, we'll begin a new week of Bible study. So then maybe it won't matter. But, um, I mean, I guess I can constantly turn on the microphone. When things go wrong and keep talking about, well, this went wrong and this went wrong and we didn't get this done and we didn't get this done. But that's that doesn't really add any value to anything, right? I mean, that just is wasting more valuable time. Even though I'm saying it's wasting time, obviously I'm wasting the time telling you about the, the fact that I'm doing something that's wasting time. Yeah, that's that's kind of a waste of time. But instead of doing that, even though I already have. Let's turn our attention to see what we can accomplish, well, with the time that we have available to us. So if, you, if you've been paying attention this week for the Bible study exercise, it's 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 8. I've given you a number of assignments. Hopefully, you have worked on them. You have the curriculum. Hopefully, you've looked at that. There, there, there's much there to work on, and hopefully, you have done a few things. But I wanted to take some time this afternoon just to do a little bit of work on 1 Timothy chapter 2. We won't make it far, but at least... Um, Continue the discussion. And I have a feeling we're going to return to First Timothy chapter two in some way going through the rest of the month of August, maybe into September, maybe between now and the end of 2022. Maybe there's some things here we really need to work on and we need to figure out how we can use these truths for the rest of this year going into a new year. Let, let's see if we can accomplish that. All right. So let's continue with our discussion, and see where we can go. First of all, let's just read it. 1 Timothy chapter 2, starting in verse 1. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, and that's all I'm going to read today is is verse 1. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, it reads like this, I exhort therefore that, first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. We are being exhorted. We are being called to, as individuals, you and I, that we, in a sense, do something for all men, all types of men. And and it names some of these types of men in verse 2. For kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Now, that just names some of them. That just names specific kinds. But it's really for all men, for all kinds of men, all types of men, all types of human beings, no matter their background, their position, their power. We are to do something for all men. And, and these four things, or we, we could call this prayer, But this is broken down into really four different things. We are to give supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks for all men. And I really wanted you to look at those four things and I wanted you to look up each one. It is interesting because the first one here is uh, supplications. But, and then the next one is prayers. And we would have a tendency to see all of these as parts of prayer. So then how do we understand the use of the term prayer there? We already gave you a little bit of hint, a couple of hints, and gave you, again, some assignments to look some things up. What we're going to do today is just focus on the first thing. Supplications. Supplications. We are exhorted here to offer up supplications for all men, no matter their position, no matter their power, no matter what, no matter what it is about them, everything about them is, is really, does not matter as far as the fact that we are to offer up supplications for them, irregardless of who they are, what they may be doing, can do, will do, should do, didn't do, all of that is irrelevant, we are to be giving supplications for all men. So what is the word supplications? Well, let's look it up and see what we can do with this on this Saturday afternoon. Here we go. The The Greek word here is this Greek word. Strong's G 1162. Deasis. 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 The Greek word is deasis. Deesis is used 19 times in the King James. Deesis is used 19 times. 12 times it's translated prayer, 6 times supplication, 1 times request. Deesis. It's again used 19 times, 12 times it's translated prayer. Now it's just interesting because in 1st Timothy we have supplications and prayers as two separate things which I find interesting because again, you tend to see, well, the, these are all parts of prayer. so why is prayer listed as a part of prayer? Again, we I gave you a little bit of, of clue, but I just think it's interesting that the word here could be actually translated prayer. So if we were to translate it that way it would be very weird, right? It would read like this: I exhort therefore, first of all, prayers, prayers, intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men. It would be very redundant. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, prayers, comma, prayers, comma, intercessions, comma, and giving of thanks, comma, be made for all men. That that would obviously not make any sense. So obviously the translators felt had a somewhat of a a different meaning there, there there was something different about this than the word prayer. And that here it should not be translated prayer. It should be translated supplications. So what, how do we understand deasis? Well, it's interesting. Deasis is, is the definition means a petition, a prayer, a request, supplication. All right. So petition, prayer, request, supplication. All right, I, I don't know if that really gives us, so what what's really the difference between this and prayer? It, it doesn't seem to, th- there's gotta be something else here to help us out. All right, there's gotta be something here. Again, it's used 19 times and we could go through all the different ways that it's used and we would get some, maybe we would get some idea, but I think if you look up the outline of biblical usage in uh, interlinear, you'll find this. Deasis. The outline of biblical usage need, need, need. Now, I think there begins to really get kind of the emphasis here, all right? That we are to offer up the needs of all men to God. Wherever there is a need, we are to take that need and offer it up to the eternal, sovereign, holy God. That is what we are called to do, to constantly be bringing the needs of others to God. Now, there's another word here that I think is interesting. Another word. Are you familiar with this term? Are you familiar with this term? Indigence. 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 Are, are you familiar with that term? Indigence. Indigence means a state of extreme poverty. Indigence, a state of extreme poverty. Now, why I think that word is interesting is deesis here, the outline of biblical usage is need or indigence, the idea of extreme poverty. You're to take the need or someone's extreme poverty and you're to bring it to God. Their need, their poverty, it goes on the outline of biblical uses, need, indigence, want, privation. The idea that this person is basically the, 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 that the poverty, the need, the, the, the total lack of having what's necessary, we are to take that and bring it to God it's a seeking and asking and entreating entreaty to god or to man so it, the emphasis here is on need the the emphasis here is on extreme poverty that 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 uh, that all the, the the need the poverty of all men we are to take as believers and we are to bring it to god now it's interesting Because we could ask a question here. Do you think the emphasis here is on physical need? Do you think the emphasis here is on physical poverty? When deasis is used, right? First Timothy chapter two, supplications. So we, we give supplications and this is the idea of need. Prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. There's gotta be something Again, there's got to be something unique with how this is used, because you could just translate it, offer prayers, prayers, just repeating the same concept. There's obviously something different here. And the the emphasis here really is on need. And again, that word indigence, I think is just so important because it's extreme poverty. Extreme poverty. So this is us looking at all men and seeing their, their need, seeing their poverty, seeing the lack in their life and bringing it to God. And I don't think the emphasis here is on their physical, their physical need. I, I don't, I don't think it's on their, 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 I, I don't think it's on the idea of their physical poverty, I, I, I don't think, I don't think that's the emphasis. I, I could be wrong. I just don't think it's the emphasis because, it, because look at this. Um. Because if you look at verse three, for this is our good, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. I don't think this is dealing with a, the physical needs. I think the emphasis here is to see the destitution of all men, to see how destitute they are, how how much in poverty every human being truly is. Before God, every man is a destitute beggar. They have nothing to offer. They're they're empty. They have nothing in their hands they can bring before God, nothing in their pockets. They have nothing in their hearts. There's nothing they can bring before a true and holy God. They are broken. They are depraved. They are destitute. They are in spiritual poverty. We are to see in the lives of everyone their spiritual poverty, their spiritual need, and then we are to dedicate ourselves to to bringing that poverty and that need before the only true God, the only true Savior. That's, that's what we are to do. I think the everyone focuses on the idea of supplication, just bringing like, almost like bringing your petition. But I, I don't think the emphasis here is on bringing the, the petition. I think it's bringing the need. It, it, it's the emphasis is on need here. I, I think that that's the case. I'm going to look at it in a different translation. First Timothy chapter two. We're going to look at it in a different translation, because I really think that there, that that's the emphasis here. I think I think so many of the other things I've looked at places the emphasis and in incorrectly. First Timothy chapter two. First of all, I urge that petitions. See, they translate it petitions. And I'm not saying that it's not a petition, but petition and prayer, that, that's too similar. There's got to be something different in the way this is written, because it's petitions. If we go with supplications or petitions, so offer supplications, offer petitions, and offer prayers. That, that, that doesn't draw a distinction. The, the word, again, the, the Greek word here, I'll give it to you one more time. The Greek word here is this Greek word. Strong's G eleven sixty two, deasis, deasis. Deasis. I, I think the emphasis here of deasis is need, indigence, want, privation. It's it's poverty. We have to see in. We have to see in the lives of every individual. Saved and unsaved, the spiritual need that they may not acknowledge or see in themselves. We have to see that everyone has spiritual needs, that everyone spiritually, we're always lacking what we need spiritually. Now, clearly, first and foremost, this is for those who are not saved. We have to see their spiritual poverty. When we see people, we see people, we see them based off, Maybe their looks, maybe their job, maybe their financial standing, maybe their power, their position, maybe their fame, whatever the case may be. We see, I think our perception of people is inherently flawed. And what we have to see is beyond that external and see that inside that person, there is spiritual poverty and we must bring that poverty before the only one who can provide for that poverty see that the thing that people actually need is their spiritual poverty to be to be met they, it, they need that more than anything else. We may see people and see, oh, they're having problems in their job. Oh, they're having problems in their family. Oh, they're sick. Oh, they're having financial issues. And, we, and, and I'm not saying it's wrong to bring those needs before God, but ultimately it's their spiritual need, and God is the only one who can solve that spiritual need. I, I don't think... That, that's where, that's what I'm going to, I, I'm, I'm going to be dogmatic about this. That the Greek word deisis here, and 1 Timothy 2, it has to be, there's got to be an emphasis here that really makes it different than the intercessions and the prayers mentioned in the same verse. There's got to be something uniquely different about it. And the only, the thing is, this: the, the emphasis here is on need, it's on indigence, it's on want, it's on privation, it's on poverty. So here's how it would work. I exhort you, so to everyone who claims to be a Christian, I exhort you that first of all, needs, poverty, Spiritual need and spiritual poverty of all men. You bring that before God. Do you perceive the spiritual need in the lives of others before you see anything else? Do you see the spiritual need in yourself before you see any other need? Well, I think that I think that the challenge here is that we perceive need from a spiritual perspective instead of a physical and fleshly perspective. I think that this is a, I think there's a challenge here because I think we all see in our own lives. So many needs. We're so aware of so many needs I think a lot of times when people seek counseling or whether it's biblical counseling, Christian counseling, whatever the kind of counseling, we we are aware of so many needs, but the one need that I think sometimes we don't really focus on is the spiritual need. We all have some level of spiritual poverty and the only hope is to bring it to God. Now, I could move on to the next one, but I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So I want you to focus on the, the concept that deasis, the Greek word here, that some translate petition, some translate supplication, is the emphasizing need. It's emphasizing indigence. It's emphasizing want. It's, it's emphasizing privation. Thayer's Greek lexicon it it just places need and indigence as first, the first things here. And it's seeking, asking, and treating and treating, but it's it's seeking, asking, and treating about that need. Now we could go through all the different places that it's used. But most of the time, I mean, a lot of the time it's just translated prayer. But in this case, it makes no sense to just say, oh, it's just prayer. It's just petitioning. It's just asking when the very next word is prayer. <laughs> okay, Supplications, prayer. There, there's got to be a distinction. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, maybe I'm just trying to convince myself, but there's just no way that it's just a, just a different very vari- uh, you know, Prayers and prayer. It, no, it, it's, there's something different here. And the emphasis here is on need. It's on need. Now, m- remember your assignment. So there, I looked up the Greek word for you. We, we, we sought out some other words like indigence, I think, which is really helpful in, in understanding exactly what's going on here. Um, so we've looked up the Greek word. I've tried to explain how it fits here. Your job is to find now a biblical example, a biblical example of someone, in a sense, offering up deasis, offering up someone's need to God. They, 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 but it's a spiritual need. They see the spiritual need. Because I think this goes beyond the physical need. I think this is going to the true need, especially in the context and the way First Timothy 2 is written. This is the spiritual poverty. I want you to give me an example of a prayer where someone's spiritual poverty, someone's spiritual need is being brought before God. The spiritual need, not the physical All right, I'm going to stop right there. I I think we're on to something here. I I think we're on to something. I really do. Well, we'll see. Um, I'll wait for the disagreements to come in. You can email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. I could try to explain it again, but it would just become repetitive. I've stated it a number of different ways to try to get my point across. I'll wait and see if you... If you are, if you see this, hopefully, hopefully you will respond today because again, tomorrow we're supposed to move on to a new Bible study exercise, but I want you to spend some time with this one. I want you to spend some time with this one. And I think if you'll look up the Greek word for the next word in first Timothy two, after supplications, petitions, I think needs men's spiritual poverty. The very next word is prayer is translated prayer or prayers. And I think if you'll look up that Greek word, you'll see it's, it's, it's a different Greek word. In fact, I'll just show you. I won't, I'm not going to give it away. I'm just going to look it up to verify. I guarantee you it's a different Greek word. Okay. There's deasis, prayers, completely different Greek word, completely different Greek word. So there, there, there's a, there's gotta be a distinction here and it's got to mean something. All right, so email me your thoughts, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. Again, I know the week kind of just went by before we knew it, and here we are at the end trying to get something out of this, but you still have time to get something of great spiritual value to yourself from 1 Timothy 2, uh, verse 1, and I hopefully you'll spend some time with it and let me know what you think. All right. There we go. We'll see what else we can do before this evening is over. All right. Thanks for listening. God bless.